This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more, either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the homepage today. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, uh, and I'm currently in Norman, I think. I don't know. It's been the morning. Uh, You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for November 9th, 2020, episode 2555, brought to you today by Kevin Equine. Good morning, Horse World. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, We're glad that you're here. Hey, we have to congratulate Boyd Martin. Because Boyd Martin won the CCI four star at the Triant International three day event on Tesserleg. Setzerleg. And how do you say it? Setzerleg. Setzerleg. Yeah, the T is silent. Setzerleg. (laughs) But that's how we say it here. I don't know. I could be making it up. Who knows? But I do know that he, Setzerleg, is on the game that we talked about on Friday. And all of our listeners are playing. That's why I brought it up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Everybody's playing it and having a tough time with dressage, apparently, even keeping the horse in the arena. Yeah, I, I had that problem too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he did that. Uh, this has been an amazing horse for him. Uh, won the USEF National Championship last year in Kentucky and also uh, uh, was a gold medal at the 2018 Pan American Games. So uh, second in there was Liza Holiday Sharp, of course, one of the hosts uh, of the eventing show in the past, and uh, Danero Z. And then she came in fifth. She was uh, in second all the way up to the jump. <sighs> And this part sucks. Oh, God, the last freaking jump. Always yes. the last jump. Yes. You knocked the last one down, and then she went from second to fifth. Oh, I feel bad for her. But Philip Dutton also in there, actually in second place. So Boyd and Philip, of course, worked together for many, many years in the farm up there. So came in first and second, and congratulations to him. And uh, it sucks for all of you trying the new game and not doing so well. <laughs> So. Yeah, we're all trying. I want to ride badminton. <laughs> and for the Heels Down fans, Doug Payne came in fourth on Bandiver. So Yay. congratulations to him. Of course, Jess hosts uh, the Heels Down Happy Hour. So congratulations to all of them. What is, are on today's show, Jamie, we have coming up Reese Koffler-Stanfield, host of the Dressage Show. She's had some amazing runs with some of her horses this year. Plus, they have a project that they're doing in December I wanted to talk to you about. We have some equine news. I have some product reviews, too. And we have some equestrian first world problems. Plus, Deanne from Horse Nation stopping by as well. So we have a full day today. I want you all to keep Emily. If you longtime listeners remember Emily Thompson, who hosts the uh, event or the jumping Jumper. episode every month here on the show hasn't in a while because she's been sick with Lyme disease really, really bad. And now it looks like she has COVID as well. And mm. she's got a high fever and she's, she's hanging in there the last couple of days, not in the hospital yet, but, uh, we want you to keep her in your prayers because her immune system ain't so good to begin with. And we're, we're just hoping that she pulls through this and doesn't have to go to the hospital and everything will be fine. I've been keeping in touch with her a couple times a day. Uh, no live shows until December. I saw somebody brought that up last week, and that is because of our scheduling. I'm going to be out again uh, for another surgery on Thursday, so we just thought it would be better for everybody to not start live till December. Basically, it sounds like everybody is a mess. I, I mean, just, just a mess around here. It is true. It is true. All right, Daily Winnie Time. Well, my Daily Winnie is just a couple of these. Happy birthday to Kayla Tabai and Terry Golson. 
both of them have their birthdays. They're both auditors of ours. We appreciate them. Also, we have one new auditor, JoLynn Lunders. So, JoLynn Lunders, welcome Jolene. to the group. JoLynn, JoLynn, JoLynn. I thought of that. I wasn't going to sing it, but I you knew can't you would. not. I, I mean, bless her heart. I knew you would. Also, also, I'm going to put a link in our show notes. One of our terrific auditors started a new vlog called Virginia Equestrian uh, or Virginia Equestria. I can't talk today. One of our new auditors started a vlog called Virginia Equestrian Life. And yeah, she's in her army uniform when she does this. Apparently, she's waiting to go to work. And her name is Chelsea Shriven. Scriven. Why can I not talk you today? You are a mess. I am Chelsea Scriven, and she talked about us in her first vlog. And I'm going to put a link to that in our show notes, so you also can go over and take a look at it and take a listen to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. She's engaging. So thank you, Chelsea, for throwing uh, Horse Radio Network and Jamie and I in there. We appreciate it. Now it's your turn. Okay, so it's been a rough weekend. I said we're all falling apart because I tore something in my shoulder and I'm going to have to go get an MRI this week. If it's not any better, I don't know, in like a couple days, it's a, you know, uh, sleep it off. It'll be fine. But the problem Haven't is... Haven't you torn something in your shoulder before? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, the, it's the weak link in my body. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the problem is, and, and I guess my daily Whitney's going out to my father-in-law. Because he retired and he's really bored and he watches a lot of local news. And here on Channel 9, here in Oklahoma, Channel 9 does a segment called Oklahoma, so, I don't know what it's called, something to do with like Oklahoma people that are doing good. And so he wrote the news channel a letter about me getting the letter from the Queen. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for the Monty and, Roberts thing. Yeah, with the Monty Roberts thing and all that. And, and um, oh, my God, at 11 o'clock this morning, Channel 9 is coming out here to film a package about me training the horses. And they're like, <laughs> we want to meet you in the barn. We just want to see you doing your thing. I'm like, what do I wear? They're like, whatever you wear when you're training horses. Well, that's not good. Wear happen. your most obnoxiously <laughs> colored riding pants. No, I, I, I'm just a mess. I, I'm, I'm, and Abby is so excited. She's cleaning the barn right now. She's like, this is going to be great. And she, of course, I'm horrified because this is, I don't do cameras. I do microphones. I had said years ago, I said, we should start doing this as a video show when we're recording it live. And she, she refused to do it. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Peace. It's been fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to do. And I've been on the news before for like other random stuff. And I look at myself and I'm like, wow. You've been on the that, red carpet for award shows, for God's that sake. That person's an idiot. Like, I know, but I was on the red carpet as like the idiot, not like the one who was like doing successful things. It was like always to make fun of me uh, on the red carpet. So I have never really, I'm not comfortable with this type of thing. And I know they're just going to come out and film and it's probably going to last 30 seconds. And I'll share Oh, they're going to film for two hours and it's going to last 30 seconds. Oh, they said they'd yeah. be here over an hour. Yeah. 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 They said we'll be there for a while. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So, and, and the problem is I can't actually lift up anything with my right arm. I was so, going to say, yeah, what are you going to do about that? Hey, uh, throw the kid up. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, this is Abby. She's going to be doing all the things today. Um, I'll, I'll be here narrating and she's going to ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to, I don't know. I just, I'm not comfortable with this kind of thing. So this and is the I local would, news station? Yes, yeah. local news. You'll I've be the last the, story in the half hour of the news program, the good feel good story. The, it, that's yeah. exactly what it's supposed yeah. to be is a feel good story. So now I'm like, uh, I like, of course, couldn't sleep last night because I get <laughs> nervous about this stuff. So here I'm going to be like puffy eyed nightmare with like, why do I get nervous for stuff like this? It's like, because you know, as horse people, whenever you do something, everybody else is going to have a different way to do it and a different opinion. Now I believe in what I do, but watch yeah, but me, the nice like, thing about the that is unlike posting it on Facebook, you're not going to get any feedback. I'm sure I'll I'll get feedback, Glenda. <laughs> find you. The internet people can find anything. So if it is good and I like it, I will share it with you. If it is like decent and okay, I'm not gonna share it with you. And if it's a complete train wreck, I will definitely share it with you. How's all that? <laughs> all right, that's a good deal. I like that. So uh, why don't you do this? Why don't you cut out at uh, I'll take Deanne when we get to the top of the hour and then you can cut out and, and go put your makeup on. 
Oh my god! I was like, "What do I wear? What do I do? Do I need? Do I need like people?" Do you even own makeup? Really? That I, isn't twenty five years old. No, that <laughs> not not twenty five years old. I, I have some like dried up eyeliner maybe in my bathroom, <laughs> and like I don't know. I don't do this kind of stuff, uh, so I'm a, I'm a bit of a mess. So uh, well, and again, I can't lift my right arm over my you know away from my body. I've been in a sling all weekend. So good times. Good right, times. Good times. Well, before we get I actually through- had to load horses on Saturday, Glenn, or Sunday to take them back to Horse and Hound. And I was by myself and I had to load two three-year-old thoroughbreds. Do you know what I did? I took a belt and I tied my arm to my body with the belt. So I couldn't because you, you know you're inevitably <laughs> going to do. Well, the sling, I can even still pull pull it away from my body. So I need the sling that straps it down. Yeah, you need the one that So I took a yeah. I took a belt. <laughs> Well, you know, the country's a mess, too, right now, with all the uh, election stuff still not over and everybody whining and complaining about everything. So I thought on a first thing on a Monday morning, I'd bring you a couple nice horsey stories. Remember, we used to do nice news. Well, I have a couple of nice news stories for you. So this lady, so this is going to start off bad, but it ends up good, okay? So Joyce Tofts just turned 100 years old over in England. She's in a care home, and she had a horrible bout with COVID. Apparently almost died, but she pulled through and made it to see her 100th birthday. Well, she's been supporting charities, uh, pony charities for a long time, but it's never had a horse and never really had much interaction with the horse. But the one thing she wanted for her 100th birthday was to uh, have a horse show up for her party. So they had a party Aww. for her there and a local volunteer uh, uh, heard about this and actually brought her her little mare honey out to to visit uh, Joyce on her birthday. So she was able to meet honey and feed her carrots and then they had a birthday cake for her and also you're not the only one she received a telegram from the queen. Oh, do they still do telegrams, by the way? Is that still a thing? I just, when I read that, I went, telegram? How would you get a telegram? You have to read Braille. The queen over there going. (laughs) (laughs) Tap it out. (laughs) But anyway, so happy birthday to her, 100 years old. And she survived COVID at 100. So there, that says something. That means you can do it. Get out of your houses. So I have another fun story for you. This is at the little end, other end of the spectrum. She's only 22 years old. Uh, So this German girl who was living in Spain at the time uh, got a, I don't know if she got a scholarship, but she ended up that she was going to be going to a college in, in Scotland. So she thought, well, you know, I got three months. Instead of driving to college in Scotland, I'm going to walk. And I'm going to walk with my Shetland pony named Hetziko or Hetziko. I don't know how you say that. Don't even try. Yeah. So she decided to take the Shetland pony. She had a little cart made and the Shetland pony pulled the little cart. She wasn't in the cart. She was walking beside the cart, but the cart carried all their stuff because she was going to college. So she walked 1100 miles over three months from Spain all the way up through France, took the took the the boat over to England, watched the entire length of England into Scotland. And she had no plan. She planned on camping or sleeping in people's homes, barns, or even churches. And she said it was the most amazing experience that everywhere she went, people would put her up, her and her Shetland pony, who apparently could be a bit frisky at times, big surprise. Um, But she got to be so popular that by the time she arrived in Scotland, towns would come out and cheer her on. So she got to be quite the celebrity by the time she reached Scotland, and now she started in school there. But isn't that a good, good, cool story? What happened to the pony? Uh, she's still with her at the in, at the school, like in her dorm. <laughs> it's a it's an agriculture college, so I'm assuming there's a place to put a pony. Okay. So yeah, she speaks. That's crazy. She also speaks okay. Spanish, English, and German, and some French. So there, that tells you that uh, this is one smart girl. Uh, uh, her parents said, "Oh, we weren't worried about her. We knew she'd be fine." And apparently, she was. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> 
She's a latchkey kid. She's she, fine. I, she probably was fine. homeschooled. Uh, so <laughs> she did great. Uh, so, yeah, there's my happy stories for you today. So, see, wasn't that bad? That was good. Make you feel better about life. Also, there's another I'm happy story. i listening to that. I know. I know. <laughs> 1,100 miles uh, and 100 years old. I feel 100 years old sometimes. Uh, so this year, the Equus Film and Arts Festival, which we've been covering since it started years ago, is now virtual. So no, you don't have to f- actually fly to a place to watch the films, like New York City's where it usually was, and spend thousands of dollars to watch the films by staying in hotels. They're doing it virtually this year because of COVID. So it's the first time that you're able to go to their website, and it's filmfestivalflix.com, filmfestivalflix.com, and you can sign up i think the tickets are started 12 dollars up but they have 50 plus films uh they have 13 artists are going to be there um 10 days of jam-packed equestrian escapism so you can watch the films over 10 days it started november 13th and runs through the 22nd uh so you can find it there and there's 16 different countries represented in the films so that's filmfestivalflix.com you can go watch get your all your film delight and i'm sure everybody's waiting uh, you know, you and I talked about the new Black Beauty thing that Disney put together, the movie. Well, Ooh. the movie called Black Beauty that isn't at all yeah, like well, Black Beauty. Everybody's very upset when they found out and watched the trailer about this. Have you seen all the posts? Very upset that, that I saw people Black like being were, bastardized. <laughs> oh, I, I saw people that seemed kind of excited about it, but it was more people that really aren't that infatuated. They probably had and never read the, the book original. or saw, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> saw the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. It's going to be a Mustang this time and not a driving horse at all or anything like that. Nothing I think like the, the, the reason it's got any sort of legs is because of the star power of Kate Winslet is going to be, you know, in it. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, it's your stereotypical horse girl story. They just made it. It's the It's the typical script. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's my stories for the day. So we're going to, right now, we're going to talk a little bit about, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, our sponsor, Kevin Equine, and I will get our guest on the line. All right. Well, here's the least surprising statistic you will hear all day. According to an annual Gallup poll, Americans are among the most stressed people on the planet. At this point, it's probably global. Uh, are you surprised? Not me, but this may come as a surprise. Your horse gets stressed out too. It's true. Every horse experiences stress caused by things like exercise, environmental conditions like the weather, or their everyday surroundings. Travel causes horses stress too, just like humans, and even simple diet changes. All of these variables contribute to the stress levels of your horse. This might also come as a surprise. You can help reduce the negative impacts of stress by feeding your horse chromium every day. By lowering the levels of the stress hormone cortisol, you are optimizing energy use. Feeding chromium results in an improved body upkeep, health performance, and overall well-being. But this part is important. Don't just feed any chromium. Feed your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium propionate on the market today. Chemtrace Chromium from Kemen. Ask for it by name and stress less. Learn more about Chemtrace Chromium at kemen.com slash chromium EQ. And I heard uh, from them this week that they they have been getting a lot of inquiries from our listeners asking questions. So thank you to all who have reached out to Kevin. One we of them was it. me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to know where I can find this. And it's a, you know, you just have to read the labels, I think, of their, your feed and make sure it's a part of it. And on their website, too, they have a list of the companies that use it. So it does make it a little easier to find. All right, let's head over to the dressage world, and we're going to get on the phone with the host of the dressage radio show for the last eight years, Reese Koffler-Stanfield, because she's had an amazing year with a couple of her horses. I would like to say she also started out kind of like me, which is we're going to do this show for a couple weeks. We'll help you out, but, like, I mean, how are we going to do a show for this long? Right, Reese? I'm I'm on my three months, you know. Yes, I'm seven and a half years in. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. I was like, uh, you know, yeah, you know you this would be I fun. Started, I think you and I started around the same time, didn't we? I, I think well, you were a little you, earlier. You were coming on our show um, and doing recipes yeah, and all sorts of fun right. things, and then um, you kind of got roped into doing your own. So you know. I feel That's like how I do it. I lasso them. I lasso them, and I and I drag them along for the ride. <laughs> Actually, it's been an amazing ride, and and every year, like it just gets better and better. Truly, like 
when we started, nobody knew what podcasting was. And now it's like a thing. It's awesome. What got, station are you guys on? Yeah, what station are you on, Reese? What station are you, <laughs> what on? Station are you on? I still get that sometimes, but not as much. Yeah. So it's it's fun. It's just such a fun thing to be able to. <laughs> now I will anyway, say though uh, that Reese's show is not only the official podcast of one association, but two. So they're the official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation, but they're also the official podcast of the United States Western Dressage Association. Because uh, they one episode a month is done uh, by Stacy Westfall and uh, about Western dressage, so you you have that distinction. You're probably the only podcast in the horse world endorsed by two associations. So. What can we say? I know, no, that was such a fun thing when USDF uh, we did that partnership, and it was fantastic. So uh, it, it's just it, again, it continues to be such a fun wild ride, and you know, it's amazing. People ask what I do on Thursday night, and I it's hard to explain it. Well, I wanted to have you on to talk about a couple of things. One is your horses this year. Oh, my God, girl, you, you've you been developing some horses. Tell us about the two horses that you posted about this morning. Yeah, so, I, you know, as we all know, this has been quite a challenging year for sure. Um, so we actually started showing early before sort of the world fell apart. We were in Florida, and I had the opportunity to have um, two amazing horses. Um, Elon Court won this year. Uh, the I2 Kentucky Dressage Association Horse of the Year. And he is actually, since then, he's been sold. He has a new owner in New England, and he's on his next adventure. And that's also so fun to see that. It's, it's fun to see, but is it a little hard? Tugs at your heart a little too? when you ha- I mean, it's your business. It's what you do. But it still has to tug a little bit after you work so hard. It, it does. It does tug a little bit. It's it's hard, but it, like you said, it. Um, I come from a horsey family and um, from the very beginning, when even when I had ponies, my mom did the best thing for me, which was we don't keep horses around. We could, you know, my mom's like, I don't have a farm to keep all your ponies. So we would sell, she taught us early that we had to sell them to get the next one. Yeah, I I think of it like this, the more, you know, if you find them a great home that opens up a spot to educate another one. Exactly. And, and just this horse, he was so well-educated and now he gets to share what he knows to his next owner. So that's what we have to do. And, and I have a sneaky surprise. I have an amazing Grand Prix horse uh, that came, uh, he came in May and uh, I'm really looking forward to the adventures that I'm going to have with him. So it, it, I also, you know, I, I could really only keep one and I have this amazing new horse that not a lot of people know about. So um, it, it was kind of a, um, I, it was time for him to go to his next owner. And then I had this opportunity with this new horse. Uh, and then, um, I also have follow me. That's big Mike. And if you have listened to the show, uh, I've kind of chronicled his journey through the show a little bit, which has also been amazing. And I bought him as a four-year-old and he's now eight and, uh, he had a fantastic year. Uh, so it's really fun. Did he, he won a championship this year too, didn't he? He did. He was the KDA uh, pre-St. George Horse of the Year and a reserve fourth-level Horse of the Year. So he, I had two really, really more big-ass ribbons so. for your uh, for your barn. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, I mean, yes. I'm not gonna lie. Like, who doesn't who doesn't like big ribbons? <laughs> not that we do this for ribbons, but those were both horses. Uh, Elon Court I got when he was five, and Mikey I got when he was four. So to have developed them, that's that's probably for me the the most fun and it's not the ribbon so much it's more it's very much a journey but to see like sometimes the journey comes together (laughs) there's a lot of times you're like oh my gosh what are we doing out here so that was pretty pretty fun so So as a professional i do have a question for you at what so obviously a lot of the horses are for sale right and if you get the right price you're going to sell a horse that's always the way it is with professionals but how do you know the one that you go, okay, this one's not going anywhere. I'm going to the Olympics with this one. Yeah. Well, first of all, Glenn, you know, you know, my husband, I, I can tell you, my husband is very quick to, he doesn't really know how to load a horse, but he will YouTube it. He told me <laughs> so when the right price comes in, but yeah, so, uh, but basically, you know, you have to really look at what your goals are. And what your goals are, for example, for your, your child or for yourself. And again, it's not just, uh, you know, it's financial, but it's also time. The amount of time we put into this, these horses takes 
so much time. And I, I have amazing assistance because I do all these other things. They do a lot of the care of the horses. Um, I'd love to do it myself, but there's only one of me. Um, and you really have to look at your goals. And is that horse going to help you reach that goal? Um, whatever that may be. And if it, if they can't, then it's time to go ahead and move them onto their next journey and their next adventure with their next person. So it's a, it's a hard answer, I guess. I hope that. Do you have a goal to someday ride at the Olympics or is that something, or do you more like doing this, the developing? No, I, I really, really would like to ride in the Olympics or a world championship, whatever that may look like in the future. Um, that has always been the goal. When we first met, I had I had a horse that yeah. made the team. He was top four, um, and his name was Casper. So I have I have just I got over the first mountain and could see the next mountain ranges, and he he was just a little bit too old. So I really look forward to being able to go back to the big ring. That's been my biggest. Uh, goal for many years. So well, if, if, hope this year. If you make the Olympics, uh, Jamie and I promise to get press passes and come watch you. Okay. You better. You better. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would be very upset. Now that people know what we do, we can actually get some press passes. Please. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what station are you on? What station is it? Are you on? What station are you on? What station? Yeah. Exactly. Well, congratulations so, no, on a fantastic fun. year, girl, yeah. and a really good year on the oh, dressage thanks. show too. Speaking of which, you have something coming up in December. You guys are doing. I wanted to let this audience know about as well. Oh yes, yes, for sure. We um, in the what Philip and I are doing because it's been such a tough year for a lot of us, and a lot of us who knows what will be happening in December if we're locked down or whatever it may be. But Phil and I are offering two virtual lessons, and what we've asked is for people to send us an email. Uh, we've gotten multiple people that have nominated their coaches, and the virtual lessons can either be you take a YouTube video and submit it to Phil and I. That's probably the way we're going to be able to do it technologically since Phil's in Canada and I'm in Kentucky. Um, so, but they will submit the video. We'll have a video consultation with whoever wins the, wins the adventure. So you can be a part of the virtual training session. Uh, send me an email, Reese, R-E-E-S-E, at horseradionetwork.com and, or Philip at horseradionetwork.com. That's Philip with one L. Um, and we will, we're going to go through the submissions. We've already gotten several and who knows, we may continue this program as we go forward. Um, but we wanted to, to give it to a lot of hardworking people that maybe haven't had an opportunity to get lessons or, or help. So that's what we're up to. And that could be an adventure that does dressage. Anybody does dressage. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. Anybody that does dressage. Yeah. It kind of needs to be a, a dressage test yeah. or, or. <laughs> Some sort of training video, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reese doesn't I, jump, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> I could help a little, but I'm not that good at it. So, but you do no, coach really. a lot well, of adventures too, so I, I know that. For, I coach yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yes, I coach a lot of, and I'm very, very lucky. And my, I, I really enjoy coaching, not only developing horses. Um, I'm an FEI certified instructor, actually, so I, I train a lot, and I'm so blessed right now. People are taken a lot of lessons, which is really good for all, all our, us coaches out there. We're glad that we can provide a safe, safe sport that people can come and enjoy. So we're really thrilled with that. Yeah. And, and poor Phillips been in, in Canada. They are, have been locked down since the beginning of all of this. You were talking about lockdowns. I noticed that a bunch of other states are going into lockdown again. So uh, it's going to get interesting again for competitors. Uh, in, I think I it, it will. I, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know what will happen. We are heading south, um, and I hope I can at least do a drive-by, Glenn. Um, but, uh, you know, again, I, I think we, we're – I'm really excited to just be south and train the horses and have the weather, and we will see what happens going forward. Um, you know, I don't know. But, again, riding, I think luckily we are in a, in a position – I can't imagine being like a swim coach or something. like. But we can provide safe environments for people to come. And we figured out the protocol here at my farm. And uh, we've been able to kind of stay open and, and rocking and rolling, again, in, in very safe ways. Uh, and competitions as well. I think, again, we figured out how to make those safe, which is great. So it will be interesting. But uh, on the show, and if you listen to our show, Philip is in Canada. And usually our producer, Paul, is in England. So I will be honest, like during this whole COVID time, you know, we've been a little family and, and to hear what's happening in Canada and what's happening in England, obviously what's happening here in Kentucky. 
uh, has been really interesting, but it really, I think for all of us, we're, we're a family and it, it's nice to check in with someone, you know, once a week to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. Reese, thank you for joining us. It's a dressage radio show. You can find it on any, any podcast player. Also on the Horse Radio Network app. Yes, we have one with all of our shows on it. So you can search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store, iOS or Android. And uh, also Reese at horseradionetwork.com if you want to submit videos uh, or, or actually just to send you an email uh, to try and qualify to be one of the people getting the training, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, tell us your story and we'll, we'll get you on the list. And who knows, we might try and work our, it may be Valentine's Day, you know, Christmas, <laughs> we may have a New Year's Eve, we may have all kinds of giveaways. So we'll, we're working on that now. All right. Great. Thanks, Reese. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. And we'll have you to can't, have her. You can't listen to her and not smile. I know. <laughs> we need to get her back to do a recipe before the holidays, too. That's how she started all of this. That's how she Bye. became a host, was just doing recipes. You know, Wintech has always made riding easy and affordable. They combine world-leading innovations and high-tech materials in lightweight weatherproof and easy care saddles. It's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. And they have some new ones out right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, the new Wintech 2000 High Wither All-Purpose Saddle is perfect for those High Wither Thoroughbreds. The Wintech 2000 Wide All-Purpose is grippy saddle to suit your wide horse. And the new Wintech Pro Wide Dressage is a grippy dressage saddle that suits the wide dressage horses. Wintech is the official saddle sponsor of the United States Pony Club and the American Riding Instructors Association. Visit WinTechSaddles.us to see a complete list of the saddles available and where to buy them at your local WinTech dealer. That's WinTechSaddles.us. Do it. Does anybody have any problems? Um, we have, unfortunately, so last Monday I wasn't here, Glenn. I was in, at Universal, and one of our auditors noticed that the Sunday night submitting for first world problems did not come up in their newsfeed. And so Lindsay decided to take it upon herself to make a post and all these people shared their problems, but I wasn't here. So like now, not only do I have an unbelievable amount of problems from this week, last week is also there and they're piling up and I, I don't, we'll get to as many as we can. All I right. mean, I don't Sounds know what good. to do. All right. Well, I got to start with the one. Um, let, me, let me remind everybody that if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. If you want to submit your own equestrian first world problems, you need to be an auditor or email it to me. But for the most part, be an auditor. Glenn, how do people do that? That's pretty simple. You go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the right-hand side of the page, you'll see the auditor banner, and it's for as little as $3 a month. You, too, can join the auditor group. We have had some people do that recently, and uh, there's a lot going on in there right now in the Facebook room. And I have had requests. uh, People have asked me now that there are people bailing Facebook to go to other platforms. Are you going to start rooms in other? No. We're staying on Facebook because I just can't handle more than that. So It's all I can do. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we'll start with one that comes from Brenda um, because Brenda adopted one of the horse and hound horses sight unseen. She lives in California. She adopted him. He was here in training and his name was in the nick of time. And uh, I did notice her problem last week was because uh, he had to ship from Oklahoma all the way to California. And she said, my new horse finally got here and I want to go play with him, but he's sleeping and I don't want to wake him up. <laughs> I'm dying tired. to find an, uh, hear an update because that was such a nice horse. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Uh, she had a vetted and we sent him out there and oh, it's okay. That's, that's the happy story, you know, that we were talking about with Reese is you want to see the horses go to the right people. <clears throat> and this one I really felt did. So, uh, all right, let's move on to this week. Um, which is Chantel girl, I've been donating my plasma since I got COVID and I'm making a ton of money doing it, but I haven't used the money for a new mattress for my husband and I, instead of for horsey things. Are they paying for that? Are what is happening? If you've had COVID, you can go donate. Yeah, because plasma? They, the plasma they're using to treat people, and it's very, very effective treatment. So they need as much plasma as they can get. Because right now, the number of people in the hospitals is skyrocketing. So go lay me down on. I the didn't table. know they paid for out. it though. 
I really think that it, I mean, it's your blood, like blood, sweat, and tears. It's your blood. You don't buy a mattress. You buy whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, it's your blood. Uh, Jenna says, I bought a 200 gram liner on sale for my 18 month old gelding and I brought it home to try and it was too small. It's a 75. How big is that baby? Anyway. <laughs> um, Haley says, I've been insanely busy at work, which is the only way that I can afford two horses, but I'm too busy with work to spend time with both my horses. Boy, there's the classic. It's problem the right there. I mean, it even was, if you it own was... your own farm and that's all you do, you don't have time for all your horses. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, Tiffany had one and she said a screenshot of it actually, because she said these blingy half chaps are super cute, but I don't have black paddock boots to match them. Yeah. <laughs> your paddock boots have got to match your half chaps. They just have to. I mean, it's a thing. Um, Carrie says I was leading my horse. Oh, this is so sad. <clears throat> I was leading my horse, carrying my grooming bag, and of course, my new tube of Surpass falls right out, right where his next step is going to be, and the really expensive tube of Surpass exploded like a ripe watermelon hit with a sledgehammer when his giant hoof landed on it. <laughs> oh, Sorry. it's like when you deworm a horse and they go, yeah. and they spit it all, and you're like, that was $9! No! You know, yeah, I get it. But this is worse, because it's more expensive. Um... My Rebecca says, my husband just finished a bunch of my honeydews, and now I have to come up with a whole new list. <laughs> or give him a break. First world Jeez. problems. No, Poor I guy. know. I get it. I'm like, so my husband's on a, on a trip right now flying, and I'm like, the list is piling up, dude. You got to get home. <laughs> <laughs> when you work, that's your vacation, okay? When you come home is when you actually work. Melissa says... I have I think enough. He probably pieces. thinks of it that way, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. I'm. He does not. He is not sad to leave. All right, see you in three days. I'm like, damn it. I need a new round. All I have to do is sit in the cockpit, and press a couple of buttons here. I don't have to feel like fix any fencing and or I build anything. Sleep in a hotel yeah. room with like yeah. out a seven year old waking you up in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. Melissa says I have a and Melissa, I feel you, girl because this is a problem of mine, but it's a good problem to have. I have enough pieces to make several bridles, but they're all different shades. And I don't want to buy a schooling bridle when I can have one, but I cringe every time I talk at my horse. I'll just dry, just dye them all black. You'll be good. Somebody said, get a mar black magic marker, yeah, but then it's going to like your horse sweats and it's going to yeah, get on their face. True. And yeah. then you got to like wipe Sharpie off of it. Ask me how I know. Tie -dye um, <laughs> Yeah. Kimberly said, this is my husband's equestrian for sure problem. He wanted to take his truck to the golf tournament, but I parked it next to the barn. So he's to come up the hill in his golf shoes, walk through the mud <laughs> to get the truck. <laughs> she said, and then he stopped at my horse's stall to give me a hug. And he walked around, walked away, muttering, covered in hay. <laughs> oh, Chad would know. Like, his golf shoes are like, he'd rather walk barefoot through the mud than get those dang golf shoes dirty. Aren't they Lord. usually like white too? Are they light colored? He has like this silvery, shimmery yeah. gray. Yeah. It's like, that would yeah. show mud really well. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sharon says, I listen to HRN podcasts on the weekends when I do chores. And if I don't do enough chores, I don't make it through the week's podcast. But if I make it through all the podcasts, I'm exhausted from all the chores. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep that one. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> I need to put that on the website as a promo piece. <laughs> uh, Kaylee says, we moved back home and there's so many more horsey events now here. So I have no choice but to buy a new saddle and bridle for my kid ASAP so we can start doing all the horsey things. Man, Lucas. Oh, side note. Remember I told you Lucas now had a crush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are we broken yeah. up already? No. Oh. It's, it's hot and heavy. Oh. She came over. Oh. They had a, they had a she, date. He was like, we're going to have a play date minus the play. And I was like, slow your roll, dude. <laughs> She's nine. You're seven. Okay. So Saturday, he's like, mom, can I go horseback riding? What? Can I ride? Can I ride Duke? And I was like, are you feeling okay? Cool. Let's do it. You know, so I put him on and he rides him around. He rides him about, you know, his max is like 10, 15 minutes. And he's like, okay, done. Then he's like, hey, mom, 
um, when she comes over tomorrow, can we go horseback riding? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you just wanted to practice so you could like look like you uh, he know knows how to get the girls with the horses. Oh my god, seven years old, Glenn. I thought you'd be so proud. Yeah. So <laughs> the mom comes over, of course, too, and she's like, I'm sorry, this is like the most amazing first date she's ever gonna have. <laughs> She'd never ridden a horse, and here I put them on. They're like riding horses like side by side because the two horses love each other. So it's like perfect as like two super, super good kids' horses. Oh my god, it was the cutest thing ever. And I was like, if some dude had like taken me horseback riding for a first date, we'd be married. <laughs> Except for, I, you know, uh, <laughs> back then. I would have made a big mistake. But anyway, yeah, so that's what the playa oh, did this weekend. I playa need sappy playa. music. Warn me next time. Uh. Oh, my God. It's so cute. <laughs> uh, Casey said, I bought a COVID pony, as in, like, I, I feel bad for him, so I must save him from going to the cell barn kind of pony. But now none of my saddles fit him. <laughs> new saddle time the price of the horse is the cheap part <laughs> and then karen the host of the endurance oh my god karen says i didn't put my trailer ramp up when we were supposed to get two to three inches of snow and then we got 12 to 14 inches and now i have to uh... shovel a horse trailer ramp just to get to the tag door trailer open <laughs> it's such a first world it is, and it's probably frozen open too. You'd never be able to close it. So, oh man, yeah. the hairdryer out. Uh, Lisa said it's dark, dark in the morning, dark in the evening. A ride with a headlamp, and it works. But then a moose seems to appear right in front of us everywhere oh we ride. <laughs> Where do you live? Oh my God, she must live in Alaska. Maine. Um, she's in Maine. She's in Maine. Okay, yeah, somewhere up up there. Um, Matt says the horses like drinking from my blue water trough more than the black water trough, so it needed to be filled. And apparently, they did not like how long it was taking to fill, so they kicked the trough and turned off the shutoff valve and turned it into a sprinkler. <laughs> and here's a picture, a video of like Old Faithful. <laughs> Why <laughs> is it that horses do that? We have red buckets and we have green buckets, and they will not drink out. Scooter won't drink out of the one color, and Nigel won't drink out of the other color. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, that's really strange. I, don't I mean, get it. I, I, just because horses are strange. Yeah. That's it. Um, Kara, this is so funny. I need to buy a new clothes dryer because I like traded my last one for a horse. <laughs> like that's one thing we haven't seen on really bad ads like we'll trade for a good dryer <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's so many more but i'm gonna have to like knock it down okay jessica put put a bunch of them she's having a really hard time um i finally got my new custom saddle but the day we went in to fit it my horse had rain rod so i couldn't ride in it and then oh my god i got my new iphone on friday but because i'm currently locked out of my tesla i can't find the special tesla card to let me set up my new phone as the car key so i still have to carry around my old phone to like let me in my new tesla okay there's a lot of first world problems going on there that are more than horsey <laughs> yeah oh poor thing let's finish with vicky the weather is getting cooler and great for riding, but the low humidity is causing my white horse's black dirt to statically stick to her hair and I can't get it off. You know what I'm, what I'm having a problem with is just the bloody static because then you're like, I'm going to get this first touch on this like three-year-old baby racehorse and I go to touch him. It's like, and they're like, God. Out of here. <laughs> so now I'm having the like disgusting problem of like, I mean, what do you have to do? You can't carry around a water bucket. You spit in your hands and you rub it around and you touch them. That's problem solved. But it's disgusting. And I feel bad like doing that in front of people. So like when the news crew comes and I hawk a Luki into my hands. <laughs> yeah, do that for the TV show. That'd be cool. Nice to meet you. Shake hands. <laughs> 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 that's okay, fun. that's enough. That's enough. I can't take any more. All right, let's talk about EcoGold Secure Saddle Pad. Not only do you have Wintech Saddle, one of our other sponsors today, you have this saddle pad. I like have been able to cleanse myself of all my millions of saddle pads because the Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pads, they're so awesome. They're engineered to keep the horses back comfortable while keeping the saddle in place for a safe, competitive ride. They have an impact protection through the seat, and the ultra-thin flaps provide the rider with better communication and a more stable riding position. Side note, that's totally true. So, like, I have, like, that microbial fleece on the bottom, and mine is set for a monoflap saddle. And they have those shapes too. And the sides of the pad are super thin, but like, you know, thick enough to pad 
the side of the saddle, but not where your legs are sticking out away from the horse. It, it, these saddle pads are just totally worth it. They're available in both English and Western styles. Shop the entire collection at ecogold.ca. I need to buy some more. Very good. Hey, before we get to Deanne, and I'll let you go after this, uh, and then we'll go to Deanne, and I'll hang out with Deanne for a little while, because you have to go get your makeup on. Oh, my God. I got to go get dead. Yeah, you don't want to look white, you know? You got to look, you got to put some blush on. Oh, my God. I'm not doing that. But I do want to have at least matching clothes. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. So I, uh, before we go, I have, I have a guessing game for you real quick. Okay. So I got the statements in from my surgery. So keep in mind, I had a colon resection. They took out a section of my colon. Now, I was in the hospital for four nights, like five days. Care to guess how much the uh, hospital billed the insurance company? Okay. How many nights? Uh, four nights. I think it's like, it's got to be 5000 a night. $20,000? Okay. $125,000. What? The in- this is just the hospital. That's not the surgeon was $25,000 on top of this. So they billed the insurance company $125,000. The insurance company paid $40,000 for that so Are you stay. responsible for the no, rest? No, I, I have the deductible. So nobody pays it, I guess. Um, but they, And then the surgeon, they actually paid like $25,000 for this. So this total bill, and that's not even the anesthesia or any of that. So the total bill for this one surgery would have been around $160,000. Thank God for insurance. I, well, oh my God! I would have, you know, I don't know how people without insurance do it. I mean, you'd be, you'd be destitute, right? You'd be living on the street. Uh, I would have. It's crazy. And now I got another surgery Thursday. Can't wait to see what that's going to be. And, and I'm going to say, and this is political. I'm going to say thank you for Obamacare because that's what we have, and the only reason we have insurance. <laughs> it saved my butt this year, that's for sure. But I, wow. when I got, when I saw that bill, I almost fell over. And of course, wow. they give you the itemized deduction of every pill and every everything they did for you and it's like five pages and i don't know if you've been in the hospital lately but what they have now they scan everything they have scanners so every every pill they give you anything they give you is scanned so that's how they do the billing now they just scan a barcode so every pill has a barcode every every bag of iv solution even these your ivs themselves they have a a barcode so they scan that so every single thing is scanned they probably Man. scan your food. I don't, know. I don't know. But it was crazy. He ordered the nachos. <laughs> $2,500 for the nachos. So, oh yeah, I thought God. I'd blow you all away with that bill. That was crazy. Can you imagine That's these not- people that are in for weeks with COVID? Oh, no. I, I mean, imagine. I just can't imagine... Because my entire family is in the insurance business, my dad's a state farm agent, my brother works, my aunts and uncle, everybody is a state farm agent in my family. I can tell you that insurance companies are making money. I don't know how, but they are. I don't know how either, especially this year, but uh, I don't know. It's crazy, crazy amount of bills. It just blew me away. And I wasn't expecting, I was guessing more what you were guessing, but there you go. $25,000 a night. That's a very expensive hotel. That is. You could stay in a very <laughs> nice hotel for that and have much better food, might I add. You could go to Fiji. I had and ice chips for four days. I could have gotten much better food at the $25,000 a night place. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You didn't all right. cost much well, at all with food. Good luck at your TV appearance. I can't wait oh to God. see it. You have to show it to me if it sucks or not. I need to see it. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> I know you. Uh, you'll be like, you'll <laughs> zip that thing right up and post it. <laughs> so we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Okay, bye everybody, Spain Neuter Geld. All right, everybody, hang on. We got Deanne from Horse Nation, and I also have, because we're we're vowing to do some holiday picks every year, I also have some holiday picks of things I've bought recently that I would recommend, and they're not necessarily horsey things, but they're things that every person uses, so we're going to do, I'll do that with Deanne, too, and give you some uh, picks of, uh, send some reviews of things I bought. A couple of them involve dogs, so stay tuned for that as well. Well, back with us, as she always is, at this time on a Monday, we have Deanne from Horse Nation. Hi, Deanne. Hi, how are you today? Okay, you in your truck again? I am. I'm in the midst of feeding horses and ducking out to uh, <laughs> to hide in the truck and talk with you. Good. Well, thank you for doing that. We really appreciate it. Now, Jamie had to bug out because she's going to be on TV news there in Oklahoma. So... 
Yeah. Because of course she is. Yes, because she got the letter from the Queen and does the Money Roberts stuff. And so they're coming out to do a feel-good piece on uh, Jamie. She's all nervous. She hates doing video. She absolutely hates it. Uh, that's the reason we don't do video much. <laughs> well, I'm it. fine doing the video. I just don't want to watch it afterwards. Yeah, that. well, she doesn't listen to the show after either. She's never listened to one of our episodes because she can't oh, listen wow. back. She can't listen back. So, the, like, it is that weird, like, sound of your own voice thing. Like, you always yes. sound differently think you should yes exactly well which article did you pick out today to talk about from horse nation so one of my freelancers uh, marcella gruchelak she she does a lot of fun i kind of i don't know what else to call them other than like sort of like lifestyle type um articles that get a lot of views like people really seem to enjoy them and this week she did one on what colors look best on my horse <laughs> um and i think I, I went in and edited and adds, added some social posts because this was the spin I took on it. And as editor, I get to do things like this. All I could think of, even though she didn't tie it in immediately, was those Facebook posts where, where like, I always think it's a 14-year-old girl. And then I, like, click on the profile and it's not. Where people post a picture of their horse and they're like, what color should I put on my horse? Um, so I cracked up when I read Marcy's article because I'm pretty sure that was the inspiration for it. Um, so Marcy was great though, because I tend to like roll my eyes at those posts. Right. Uh, but that's just the person I am. But Marcy went in and like, really was like, okay, like, let's talk about this. Like you guys post this, here's what looks good on a bay. Like here's what looks good on a chestnut, you know, and went through sort of color by color with recommendations, which I thought was kind of awesome. And then she has, um, great pictures of her mounted shooting friends, which, you know, are always exciting. Uh, and I love that she picked black as the horse that pretty much you guys are the luckiest in the world because just pick a color. <laughs> yeah, pick a color, put it on it. Your horse looks rad. Yeah, like, good I mean, even black on black makes you look like Zorro. So, I mean, yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, there's literally nothing. I think there's like no color that like looks bad on a black horse. So which is the hardest? Chestnuts are tough. I think chestnuts are tough. And as the owner of two chestnut horses, I will stand by this being the most difficult. And I'm not like a huge matchy match person. Like I'm very like function over form kind of person. But, you know, I, I do mounted shooting. And if you look at these pictures, like people rock the look when they shoot. And you know, I mean, I go- we're talking matchy matchy to the extreme. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Rider, horse, saddle pads, saddle, everything, boots, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, you know, when I ride, I like to step up my game a little bit. And here I am with my red horse. Fortunately, my favorite color is blue, which I feel like is one of the ones you can put on a chestnut and have it, you know, kind of pop out. But yeah, she pretty much lists chestnuts, um, palominos and duns, which, you know, here we're all looking at categories of the same color. But palominos, uh, they, they, you almost have to go. You usually see palominos with brighter colors, and that's because it does, it looks good on a palomino. Right. You can't go with I, the tans, right? You can't go with anything in the tan or even white family. Well, and because it just blends in. Yeah. And one thing she didn't address here is a paint horse, but I would put, or a spotted horse, whatever you want to call, you know, a horse with multiple colors on it. <laughs> um, I would put that in a similar category as a Palomino, where it's a flashy enough horse that you have to choose a color that doesn't get lost. I, I agree. Yeah, it needs you have to have some contrast there, except right. for black, where you can go black on black and then it kind of works. So, but again, yeah. it's kind of that whole like dark horse theme. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, on all on all fronts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is true. It's a good article. You should go take a look at it. She does make recommendations for the different colors. Uh and, and duns are kind or are, are, are the Grulo horses are kind of different too because they come in so many different shades of gray. But the one she has pictured here, that one's kind of a grayish, I don't know even what color. They are just kind of gray. And the yeah, rider's wearing all gray, which really worked. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks great. And I actually have seen this rider shoot and and she's awesome. So the gray on gray, it, like it just the whole thing is. Well, it doesn't help hurt that she's if, cute if as a dickens. So that yeah, right. Like I was say, if I'm allowed to say it, it's pretty badass. Yeah, it is. It does make her look like a like a, a desperado. Uh, right. Yeah. It does. Well, you can find that. Also, a couple other articles you might want to check out is Gibson and the Apocalypse coming forth, uh, and also a day in the life of a pony named... Pony. Pony. 
So, yeah, and who's really in charge? Well, we all know the answer to that before you read the article, so you don't have to check that out. Uh, right. You know, it's, I love that in this segment, Deanne, we, the world's coming apart in the horse world now, too. We have the battles going on, with which one of my own hosts is uh, instigating, uh, between every member of the USEF and the USEF and the WEC, and that, that war has taken off now. So we have that battle going on, and we have all these other things going on in the horse world, and you and I talk about colors for horses. Right. You know what, though? I think the world needs a little bit more of that right now. <laughs> That's what we're here for at Horses in the Morning, is to help you just be lightly entertained, and we'll let the serious shows like Plaidcast deal with the battles. Uh, we'll exactly. let them deal with that stuff over there. In the meantime, we're just here to be happy and fun. So, Dan, thank you for joining us again. You're going to hang around for the Auditor Post Show, right? Absolutely. All right. So, guys, I have every we promised every show that we would do some maybe holiday picks. And I have some more artists coming on and I've written to some people that do some custom stuff. But I also bought a lot of stuff. I was sick and on the couch during uh, Amazon Prime Day. So I bought a lot of stuff <laughs> and because uh, I had nothing else to do. And I, I was mad that I was sick and couldn't do anything. So I just shopped. And I have some things that are for doggies and for you and some ideas that might be good holiday gifts, but also just good reviews of products. So that's coming up in the post show. Tomorrow, we'll have the CHA here with Christy and probably Jennifer tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, Jamie's back. So uh, we have a full week of shows coming up for you. So stay tuned for that. Also, fox hunting coming up this week as well well and it's horsenation.com right yes it is we'll be back here in a second for the auditors all right auditors we're back thanks for hanging around appreciate that so, yeah, so now I bought, I have four items I want to review and I'm going to put links to these items in the auditor room. So if you're hearing this, take a look in the auditor room, just search my name and you'll find uh, a post. I'm not going to put them in the general show notes because this is for the auditors. So, uh, so I bought a number of different things. Of course, we got a new Greyhound, you know that. So we got a new doggy who's doing very well. Pickles is doing great. Uh, and she's now not just Jennifer's dog, but she's claimed me a little bit. Bit. So I was feeling. I love that her name is Pickles. I had a cat named Pickles. It was child. Tickles, but what she came with Tickles. But we weren't allowed to call her Tickles because Jamie wouldn't allow me to say Tickles all the time on the air. (laughs) (laughs) So we changed it to Pickles and actually fits her better anyway because she gets into all kinds of pickles. So, all right. So we had to buy baby gates, uh, dog gates. And I hate the kind you have to step over, the simple, inexpensive kind you have to step over. So we needed two gates to hold her into because she gets into things. Uh, We needed two different gates. And I actually bought what's called the Cumbor 51. One inch and the one doorway is really wide. That's the other problem with some of the gates, the simple baby gates, is they fit smaller doorways. Um, so the kind that had the thing that you push down and it just wedges into the door. Uh, but I didn't want to step over them either because we needed a little bit higher because she she's a greyhound, she can leap. So right. I found this thing on Amazon called the Cumbor 51 inch baby gate. It is an expandable gate. You can use it on regular doorways, but you can use it all the way up to 51 inch doorways. So it's kind of neat. It has an expansion that you can use or not use. Uh, it's not cheap. It's 68 bucks, but it also has the little door that you can open from the top so that you can walk through it. And it's one-handed door opening thing. So if you're holding something like your baby, you can open this. It opens easy. It also locks open if you want to leave it open. And it has a spring loaded so it closes automatically behind you. So you can lock the gate open and let it open all the time, or you can just let it go and it closes automatically behind you. It works beautifully. I've had so many gates that just don't work. Or they don't have that spring loaded, so the, you know, the door's always flapping around or whatever. This one works really well. So if you need to keep a dog out of a room or you need a baby gate, I highly recommend this one. I'll put a link to it. It's the Cumbor brand, but it works so well. I'm impressed. And and uh, for 68 bucks, it better. Well, and I was going to say, though, I've been through my share of baby gates, not so much I do, for you dogs, have, because you have, you more have twins. For <laughs> lots, yes, more for lots of children. And like six, like the sticker shock for, say, $68, I mean, I get it. The shock is there. But, man, we've had some crappy gates, and 
and it's worth it if it works and it does what you want. Like I have long legs, so I typically have no problem just like swinging my leg over something. But you know, juggling twins, that's not always the easiest thing. <laughs> well, and I think this gate, I don't know how long you use it for babies, but I think they would figure that they could eventually be able to reach the top of this gate and figure out how to open it. Um, and I will say with, like, I think we got rid of baby gates earlier probably than most people because, so I um, have a multi-story home. And so our baby gates were, you know, to keep our children from dying on steps. But I found that my children being like the little feral beasts that they are, um, would the bottom of the stairs were fine. Like we could leave a gate there. But at the top of the steps, they started trying to climb over it. And so I would much rather, this sounds horrible, but like sometimes you have to choose like the lesser of evils. I would rather much rather have my child fall down the steps from their height than from the height of the gate. <laughs> That's good for <point>. Taking <laughs> a like, flying leap off the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. And again, I'll post these in the auditor room uh, today. So the next one is, you know how we all live on farms? And I posted this on my Facebook page, but and a bunch of people went out and bought them. So I'm going to follow up with this. Um, we all live on farms where the water pressure sucks because we have our own wells. And sometimes the pump don't work so good. And we've always had this problem in the farms we've lived at. Or the pipes in your house are old and they're kind of clogged up, right? And then every shower head you get now has the water saver built into it. And the last thing that we need on a farm is to have water saver built into it because our pressure sucks in the first place. So I got so sick of our old shower head. I tried this one. It's a high pressure uh, shower head and it doesn't really even have a brand name. So I'm it's Lokeby is the brand name. Lokeby. I'm going to post a link to it. It's $35. This is the best shower head we have ever had because you you have to physically put the regulator in. It doesn't come with it in, but it just is designed to create more pressure with the water pressure you have. And we have crappy water pressure. This is like a hotel now. This Ooh. is the best shower head we've ever had. I bought a second one for the spare bathroom even. Uh, and a bunch of people have gone out and bought it and said they love this thing. So I highly recommend it. It has the six head shedding. It's a portable shower head. You can, you can take it off. It has the hose. Uh, and it has six settings. It is terrific. The one setting you can't use, you'll take your skin off. <laughs> so um, it is great. I mean, I absolutely loved it. I loved it. We washed the dog in the tub, and I loved it for that. Uh, I highly recommend the shower head. It's 35 bucks, and it's worth every penny. And I'll post a link to that, too, for all you people that with crappy water pressure at the farm. The other th uh, two more quick things. Uh, well, this one's dog-related, too, because we had to buy everything new for the dog because, you know, we got rid of the old dog and threw everything out. So one of the problems greyhounds have, what kind of dog do you have? I have a lab St. Bernard oh, mix. Same problem. So one <laughs> of the problems that you need a raised feeder for them, that they recommend raised feeder, yes. right? Well, the raised feeder we had was just a typical raised feeder with the plastic bowl sit down in it. But greyhounds, and especially yours, are messy eaters. So oh, yeah. The wall would be splattered with goop and it'd be all over the floor, and it was just a mess. And when they drink, they're even messier, yours especially. Oh, it, yeah, she's got gels. Slobber everything, right? The Neater, it's N E A T E R, Pet Brands uh, Neater Deluxe Dog Bowl. It has sides to it. So. The it the front is open, but the sides and the back are built up like a foot. So and the bowls sit down in it. And not only that, the bowls sit down in it and it has like four or five inches on either side, and it has drains into the bottom. So what happens is when they spill, the food gets caught in the feeder, or if they spill water, it goes down and you it just empty the bottom once a week and it doesn't get anywhere. We we don't have a mess at all anymore. Oh, that's now does the when you and you say you, you empty the bottom like once a week. How yeah. sludgy is the bottom? Not bad. I mean, most of okay. it evaporates. You're just basically cleaning it. Uh, unless you really have a, you know, messy. Right, uh, right. But, you, but it's so easy to just take this to the, to the sink and, and rinse it off. Uh, it is so nice. It sits up about a foot off the ground for, for the taller dogs. You wouldn't use this for small dogs. But for right. your bigger dogs, like the Greyhound, it's been the best thing. This is what the, probably the best thing we bought for the dog so far. It's forty-eight bucks. Uh, it comes with the bowl, the stain, stainless steel bowls, easy to clean, not plastic. The unit's plastic, but the bowls are stainless steel, so you, you can throw them in your dishwasher and stuff. I just love this thing. It's really good, uh, and it's the bowls are bigger. The water bowl is like a eight cup, uh, so it's a bigger water bowl than it is a food bowl. 
So the football is a little bigger and the water cup or the water bowl is bigger. So we only have to fill the water bowl every couple of days. I just love this thing. It is great. I highly recommend it. It's 48 bucks. It's well worth it. So if you have that problem, we don't have splatters on the walls anymore. Oh, good to know. So I'll post that. Uh, also, the la- uh, one other thing is, do you have an Instapot? I do. I've had one for years and I use it all the time. I don't know if you use yours, but yeah, we had we had one of like the first gen ones before. Yep, we had it before it was cool. Yep, um, and we've loved it and have used it and used it and used it. That said, um, our beloved Instapot that we've had forever is currently in storage someplace um, <laughs> in a warehouse. I don't know, um, but we have. We're borrowing my mother-in-law's, and hers is a newer model, but it's just technically the same one that we have. It's just a few years newer. We that one we I fight with occasionally. Well, I I have one of the old ones that work fine, and um, of course I was you know I was depressed, sick shopping. So, and right. it was during Amazon Prime. I bought the Instapot Duo that has the air fryer on the top. Oh, oh! So I got my husband that for his birthday, and and then. The fire happened the same day. So we haven't used it yet. Oh, you're going to love this thing. You can dehydrate things. You can roast in it. You can bake in it. And the air fryer. I've never had an air fryer before. I was talking to Jamie about this. Uh, But the fact that it's all in one unit is unbelievable. You can do normal Instapot pressure cooking thing. It just has a different lid for the air fryer. It works perfectly. I love the air fryer. And now, after you have your gallbladder out, you're not supposed to eat greasy foods for a long time. So it's perfect for, like, making French fries or even chicken or whatever. Vegetables, she cooks all her vegetables in it. Jamie does. I love this thing. And I love the fact that it's all one unit. I don't have to have two different units. Right. Uh, so I love it. And and I haven't tried the roast. I'm going to try and do roasting in it because you can't – you can do slow cooking in the other one, in the regular one, but you can't roast. And right. this one you can actually roast in. You can also bake pies and stuff in it. So Ooh. I don't know. I haven't tried all of that yet, but I – Is that because the air fryer works like a confection? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I needed to work that out in my yeah, brain. That's why. <laughs> so uh, you can do a lot of different things that you couldn't do. You can even broil in it now because it could also Ooh. work as a broiler. So it really is a cool thing. I, you know, I'm I'm just really waiting to try it uh, for all the other stuff. I haven't been able to eat much, so we haven't been cooking a lot. Uh, right. But after you know, after I get better, I'm so excited just to try this. All the settings of this thing out. It's not cheap. It's like 180 bucks. So look for sales on it. I'm sure Walmart has it cheaper, or you can find sales on it coming up to Christmas, maybe Black Friday. But I do highly recommend it. It is. I love this thing. So That's awesome. Oh, I'm excited to get it back and use it. <laughs> you are. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Uh, you know, we're just kind of trying to cut grease out a little bit and, you know, frying things out a little bit. And it really does taste. I actually think it's a little better. They don't get soggy like the French fries and stuff. So, oh, good yeah. So there's my four picks. Were they good? Were they okay? They, yeah, they sound yeah. great. All right, good. So uh, I'll put the links to that in the auditor room. And thank you for hanging out with me. Appreciate it. Yeah, sure thing. So for auditors, I'm going to be getting my surgery gallbladder on Thursday. They said this, they promised me that this one's, this recovery is going to be a lot better than the last one was. So um, uh, we're going to have, Debbie's going to fill in for me on Friday. And then I'm hoping to be back by next Monday. Uh, that's, that's my hope. Uh, this is outpatient even, so... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Hard to believe they can take parts out and send you home. But No kidding. Apparently they can. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Yep. Sure thing. You have a good week and good luck with your surgery.